And now Horn. Stewart wants it. And looks for Amakechi! Hello there and welcome back to this edition of the Grand Old Team Podcast. In this episode, myself and Groucho will look back at yesterday. Uh, the poor quality of that game was it's a dreadful dreadful advertisement for the Premier League. Also, we'll be taking a look at Sam Ardice's comments post-match, which generated a lot of fume on the forum and on Twitter. Uh, we'll debate whether or not Tim Cale would make a good coach at Everton, and we'll also uh, look over some of your three-word reviews from Twitter. All that and more on this edition of the Grand Old Team Podcast. Hello there and welcome back to this edition of the Grand Old Team Podcast. I have got with me Mr. Groucho and that's it today actually, it's just me and Groucho doing this one. Uh, Grouch, how's your weekend going? Um, do, do you know what, it's been great. Um, my wife went to, uh, had some Italian cookery lessons in a, a fulfilled a little bit of an ambition for her actually to go into a professional kitchen. She's a bit of a, a, an amateur cook so a uh, restaurant we go to run uh, cookery lessons, um, which include making your own pasta, and uh, as a whale of the time, they tell you what, our teas have been great over the weekend, <laughs> so, fantastic. So I bet it has, yeah, so a, a more you know, pressing question is, did you drink any great Italian lager while you were there? Um, no, now, no, she went on her own, I was in oh, work when I she went, you over you went the weekend, it. well no, over the weekend, I've, uh, I think it was just, it's, Gin and uh, gin and a few cans of craft beer yesterday after a, a couple in the pub. Quite nice, being being all right. Nice one, yeah. Um, I um, I drank. What did I drink this weekend? Some hobgoblin yesterday. Oh uh, yeah. Me and the the wife went down to the place we got married, which was nice. And then and then I've had some Aldi red wine today. Uh, for mm. me Sunday tea, which uh, it's called the Winking Owl. If you get a chance, then have a bit of that. But again, mm. we are we are advertising companies that don't give us any money. Um, so we have got to try and find an alcoholic mm. sponsor for the podcast, and then when we do this, like we'll actually get paid for drinking it as well, which is our mission, I think, for the summer. So, if, by the way, if any of you are listening to this and you uh, you'd like to sponsor the Grand Old Team podcast, you you know you work for a, for a company or a business, or you work preferably for an alcoholic beverage brand, and you want to send us free ale, then get in contact because you're more than welcome to sponsor the Grand Old Team podcast as long as long as me and uh, as me and Grouch get a, a few beers. It, it doesn't have to be it. much, just like you know, one crease every now and again, be okay. Same, you know? Grouch, yeah. I, I echo those those thoughts. All right then, so on to this um, this football match yesterday, which took place in a bit of a vacuum. I think you know we're, we're all kind of we're all we're all kind of not looking forward to the end of the season because you know you'll miss it when it's gone. But I think if we were going to within any season, this would be one that we we would. So go on then, Grouch. Give us your give us your general observations for the game yesterday, mate, and then I'll give you mine. Well, we were. Crap for most of the first half, then woke up about 10 minutes before half-time. Scored a goal. Now, I know it was a bit of a messy goal, but firstly, they all count. 
Secondly, we were at least up the right end of the pitch, throwing the balls in, having a go. If we hadn't have had a couple of shots, it wouldn't have gone in as an own goal in the first place. So we were at least trying to go the right way. And then, you know, it's an ideal time to score, minute before the uh, end of the, the, the half, you know, they can't really come back. And then they come out and then we'll crap. And then the goal that we let in was defensive errors and... With, you know, for someone who said when he, he, he when he came in is well, first thing I'd do. I'm not I'm not doing his accent. First thing I'd do is we'd sort the defence out. It's not really. I mean, it, I'm just nonplussed by it all at the minute, and it not not with football or not not with Everton. Obviously, still very passionate about Everton, but just the way we're going about things, it's crap. Mm. We we should not have like you said. I misunderstood your message yesterday. I thought you were saying that's what the club tweeted up, but it it's like he's you know seeing out the game. We were one 0 up against Swansea. We should be beating them. Even even though we're not, you know, our top form, we're not. You know, we're not pulling up trees. We should have enough to beat Swansea. Home or away, we shouldn't be bringing people on to see your game out when we're one nil up and then concede. You know, it's uh, it's depressing. It, 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 yeah, to a degree, I, I think it's. I, I hope things change in the summer. Um, I'm not one, like I always say, I'm not one for sacking managers willy nilly. But I think the days of long term management, if not gone. Probably won't see them for a long time. Um, I had, I do also wonder now. I, I know we were a bit desperate at the time, I suppose, but was it was it worth changing manager? You know, I mean, was Uns worth getting it right as he got, you know, put back down to the under twenty threes after his temporary spell? Was it necessary to bring Allardyce in? Or oh, hypothetical, isn't it? You never know. Um, I just wonder, would we have been in the same position now, whether he came in or not? Yeah, I wonder if if Unsworth's been vindicated in a way because yeah. um, I mean, who who knows? I've had this conversation with my old man a couple of times, you know, and he's he's very adamant that that David Unsworth would have done the same job, and I, I get what he's saying. Mm. I mean, let's not forget, it wasn't so much um, the results. I mean, for example, like you know, if you look like points per match or where we were in the league, you know, it's not that much difference mm. to where we are now. It was more the kind of feeling around the club, and there was a, a this this feeling of like doom, and it almost felt like it needed somebody else to come in from the outside to rescue us. Um, I'm not mm. sure whether or not David Unsworth had enough within his locker at this stage in his career to pull us out of that situation that we were in in terms of the way that we felt about the club, mm. but. With that said, you know, when Allardyce talks about the job that he has done, and I've got some comments from him here, and I'll just read these out quickly. By the way, what what is Allardyce's accent? It's more confusing he's than from, mine. Um, I think he's from Dudley. He's from Dudley. But he but spe- spent, yeah, he spent a lot of time in the North West here, so I think it's some sort of weird Lancashire Midlands crossover. It is. His it parents is. were Scottish as well, so uh, oh, I wonder wow. just a little bit of that thrown in, yeah. Yeah, like it's a weird one, and I always struggle to pinpoint it, and then I um, mm. and then I think I googled it once, and I was like, oh, it's from Dudley, but you can hear that a little bit in it, but then also it sounds quite northern sometimes. So anyway, after the game, he said, um, when asked about his um, what is it achievement, like 
what his achievement was at Everton or what what he was, what his remit was. He says, I've already done it. It's already been done. It was all about relegation when I got here. Now, yes, we want to finish as high as we can, um, but what has been achieved is exactly what we needed to do. Uh, what I'm glad to say is that the players have done is that they've done it for uh, done it far more than anybody else below us because all those teams are struggling. When we had teams like Southampton and West Brom above us when I joined, look where they are now and look where we are. Now, I don't think it's factually correct to reference Southampton and West Brom um, as being above us when he joined. They weren't above us when they, they weren't. They I don't weren't. think West Brom have been above us at all, have they? I don't think they have, no. No. So, you know, I think the point we're making is... Um, has he actually done that much of a good job at Everton? Because you'll get supporters from other clubs who'll say, oh, he's kept you in the league, you know, what 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 else do you want? Mm-hmm. Um but as you say, it's almost like would David Unsworth have just done that anyway, you know? I think he might have done. Yeah. yeah. I mean also it, it it's context, isn't it? I mean, are we still ninth somehow? Yeah. Are we? Um that is a complete disaster of a season we've had and a lot of other clubs would kill to be ninth. And I think it's all um, what we expect and context, you know, for example, I mean, uh, Huddersfield would probably coming up. I'd love to finish ninth, for example, but it's not good enough for us. And I think that that's that's it. Allardyce has been in clubs where previously ninth is great. No, and it's not good. It's not good. It's not good enough here. And What's while it? yeah, okay, you might have done the job. You might not have. You might have seen us uh, to stay up. That's not good enough for, for any more than just this season. No. And that's the whole thing with Allardyce is he has to remember the club that he's managing. And, you know, I've said this, I went on two pod- podcasts last week, the uh, Jonga Burrito, which is a cool name for a podcast, um, and then the Shoot the Defence podcast. And both of these podcasts, the lads who run these podcasts, asked me specifically about what I thought about Allardyce Grouch. And, um, mm. and, and you know, I, I, I referenced this as I said, this was a chance for Sam Allardyce to come in and manage Everton and change the way that, I've, uh, that the football saw him. But also, you know, I referenced the fact that the clubs that he's managed, the things that he says now are acceptable for clubs like Crystal Palace. They're acceptable for clubs like Sunderland in in, in recent years. But he's, he's manager of Everton. What's phenomenal to me is the fact that we're in ninth. That alone is a bit strange given the season we've had because ninth place, like, isn't actually that drastic. Like ninth place sounds you in the top half. You know, it's, it's all right. It's it's not it's not where you want to be, but it's not like panic stations historically. You know, there was a time in the nineties where. I think finishing ninth would have been would have been quite good as an Evertonian. I'd have been like, I suppose so. Some seasons, yeah. Right, depending on on like relative to where they are or where they were. But when you think about it, Newcastle are a point off us now. Newcastle, yeah. we've all associated. I mean, there, there was a couple of weeks back where people were saying Newcastle will go down again this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Benitez hasn't got enough to work with. That in itself is mental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think also it shows how tight the league's been this year as well. It was really... I think at one point you could be in the top half, in the bottom three for, you know, one game, win two games, and you're in the top half, aren't you? Mm. You know, it, it's been quite close, really, um, which is good for, for football, but I think the problem is it's sort of... You've taken that sort of split, haven't you? And again, you've got, like, the top five, six, and then everyone else, but... You know, that's, uh, that's the way. The way for did Man City win the league today? They did. They did. Uh, Man City, yeah. a champions again. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Manchester City are the club. You know that I kind of used to as a comfort blanket to think of what might be for Everton one day in the in the future. Because you know, if you if you just said to a, a City fan, I, I grew up with a, a mate of mine who's a, who's a City fan, and you know, we, we, I remember a time when they were 
were worse than us and then as poor as us. And Everton frequently used to turn Manchester City over. And, you know, I, I think... Um, I think you know that you look at City Grouch and you look at what they've achieved over the last couple of years and the route that they took to get there. Remember, it didn't happen overnight at City. They mm. brought in the ties, the the tie owner. Um, yeah. I can't remember his name now, and um, it didn't go well for them. And they spent a lot of money, and and then they were still languishing around mid table. And it took a little while to get going. Obviously, before the um, the current fellas came in from yeah. uh, Qatar or wherever they're from. Um, so you know, it's like. It, it does show you how things can change, and they are some mm-hmm. a, a club that I look at and go, you know, maybe one day we can we can we can um, we can reach them. But with regards to like, with regards to like the league this season, I mean, it's phenomenal. I'm just looking at the table now. You've got Burnley on 52 points, two points behind Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from really the top four, I'd even say Chelsea haven't been great this season. You know, everyone else has been. You know, much of a muchness, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On Chelsea, is uh, is Conte still going at the end of the season? I don't know. Do you think then? Because we've had these chats before, and you've um, said that you'd like to see um, Simeone at Everton, and I, I'm mm. I would be honest with you, I'm a, I don't think I think that's I don't think there's any chance of Everton bringing in. Simeone, but do you do you reckon someone like Conte would take the Everton job after the you know the situation that the club's in now? If he wants to stay in England, perhaps yeah. Um, it depends. It depends how much money talks for someone. Now we can apparently throw money at people, but if you're going to do that, I've heard a lot of people say Carlo Ancelotti again. Why would someone come? Well, if you throw enough money at them, they'll go anywhere you like, and he's got previous experience of the league. So I suppose it depends on the outlook of the individual manager. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I agree. I mean, there's this, the rumours knocking around that, that Conte wants to go back and manage Italy. But um, I just feel that the club needs to to find that, that bridge between the next manager needs to kick the club on to get the club into a position where we can start attracting world-class managers. Again, you know, Man City, but pre-Mancini. Mark Hughes was the guy, I think, before Mancini. Who he was, yeah. You know what I mean. He was that bridge, and he took City on. Let's not pretend that Mark Hughes didn't. He just didn't mm-hmm. take them to the level where they needed to be. And I yeah. think, and and it's Tottenham. You know, it, it's Tottenham now. Pochettino. So Pochettino has been that bridge. So when Pochettino goes to leave Tottenham, which will probably be in the next probably season or two, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when Mourinho leaves Man United, probably um, Tottenham will be now in a better position to attract someone like Diego. Oh Simeone. yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and especially with the, with the new grounds and all that. Like, you know, it'll be, you know, that the, they'll probably be able to just take the picker managers, won't they? You know, they're getting Champions League a lot more frequently, aren't they? You know, which is uh, some ways a bit jealous of, of them because they've sort of done what we should have done. Really, you know, when we had the uh, we finished fourth and then we were in. Uh, you know, the seasons uh, we're sort of oh seven oh eight, wasn't it? We were in the Europa League and did well, and that I feel we missed an opportunity uh, there. Not necessarily to, to be them, but be where they are. I think. Well, it's a, it's a really good point actually, because Tottenham is probably a better example of what Everton should strive for, because we don't have the resources of Manchester City, but we've probably got an owner who, in terms of wealth, is on par with uh, with Tottenham's with with yeah. Levy. I think he's the mm-hmm. owner, isn't he? Was he the chairman? I don't know how it works. The point I'm making, anyway, is there are similar statues, similar size stature club to Everton. And a couple of years ago, they were in the same position as Everton. Remember, before Pochettino went there, it, Tim Sherwood was the manager. You know, that, yeah. in terms of football, oh, in terms, of, he's on. He's potentially a worse manager than Allardyce. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean. So, 
He, in fact, Tottenham are a better example of Manchester City of where Everton can be in a couple of seasons. If, if to do it slowly, this. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The point is, though, Grouch, is that if Diego Simeone went to Tottenham, nobody would raise an eyelid. But but a couple of years ago, that would have been silly, a, a manager of his stature going to, to Tottenham, right? And yeah. it's silly for me now to think that a manager of Diego Simeone's stature coming to Everton. But in three years, after Fonseca comes in, potentially, and takes Everton to that next level where Everton are competitive yeah. again with the bigger sides in the league, it won't be silly then when he goes when he moves on, and, you know, if potentially this happens. And then someone like... Diego Simeone comes in, but but onto the match, uh, just just quickly mm-hmm. on the match yesterday, Grouch. It, that was a terrible, terrible advertisement for the Premier League, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It was. You just if you were watching that as your first Premier League match, you'd just go away nonplussed. You'd say, "What's the fuss about?" Mm. And the goal we gave away was awful. Yes, absolutely awful. You know? Yeah, but yeah, it's just it was. There's been no memorable games this year, really, has there? I, I, maybe the 4-0 against West Ham because um, of Rooney's goal, and it was much relief. It was needed, those three points. But there's been no memorable games, really. Ones that you look back and think, oh, aye, that was a cracker game there. But, it, you know, it, we've, we've just been, we've, we've been beige all season. There's nothing to get you excited. <laughs> That's a good. It's Beige. a good way of putting it, mate. It is, yeah. and I mean, yeah, like that. That's the thing. You look back over the season and you go, "Where are the games that we that that stand out?" I mean, I yeah. tweeted today. Someone, someone else had done this tweet. To be fair, I followed up on it. They said, "Like, oh, even like '98, they'd used as an example of like at least we had like a derby win and stuff, and you know, and we were terrible that season, but at least we had a few like memories." And in this season, and I said like, yeah, even even Martinez's last season, which was atrocious, Grouch, we got to two semi-finals. I know. You know, we got to Wembley. Yeah, we got to Wembley. I we, had a trip down we, to Wembley. It was it absolutely. was one of my best Everton days, and we were dreadful again yeah. and missed the opportunity to beat a team that were proactively trying to get Louis Van Gaal sacked. <laughs> That's what Man United were trying yes. to do that day. Um, yeah, you, you just you look back and you think, Christ, what's going on? Don't you? Yeah. I, I think a lot's gone wrong since the day. No, I'm not saying Moyes was God or anything, but I think we've got a lot of things wrong since he left. Well, that you brings know, us on. Grouch, that brings us on perfectly to, to Tim Cale's comments. I don't know if you've seen these today. I haven't. I haven't. So, uh, Cale's come out. He's been on Goals on Sunday, I think, which I don't get to watch Goals on Sunday anymore, but I always really mm. liked it. It was like a, 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 a more. Say this a more sophisticated version of match of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, less tedious version of match of the day. Yeah. Um, not that I've got any issue with match of the day, but the point is, is uh, he he said basically he went on there and he said he said look, you know, Everton lack identity. I'm not saying it was we were amazing, but at the time, you know, since Moyes has gone and you know and and we really, you know, I'm not sure what Everton are trying to do, and and I think that's a, a good point. And you know what, people mm-hmm. turn their nose up at Moyes, and I think me and you, and I know there's a couple of lads who run the site as well. You know, we, we're all kind of giving the benefit of the doubt, don't we? Yeah. You're, you know, you're, yeah. you were never a, a staunch Moyes hater, were you? No, no, no. I I I, I liked him. Yeah. I mean, I don't like what he did when he left, and the manner in which he left, and then his comments about uh, you know we should let Baines come to me and etc. But up until that point, no, I thought he was fine. I mean, we were doing okay. Um, it, yeah, he maybe could have only taken us so far. I don't think we'd have won anything, but I don't think we'd have been as crap as we are now. No, but Kale makes a good point regarding the identity, and that's something we've yeah. lost. I don't know what Everton yeah. are now. What I always used to take pride in as an Evertonian 
remember being as uh, an Evertonian, not from the city, just with family mm. connections. You know, not born there, not yeah. raised in Liverpool. So, I, I, I'm only one of at my school. There was me and one other lad who were an Evertonian. Like you know, mm. there wasn't that many of us. And and Everton, you know, you know, something that I took a lot of pride in. And then as I grew up, and like people would say to me, like, oh, the things I, I know what Everton. I take, I, I like Everton. You get that a lot. Like I like Everton. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, and and you knew what Everton were about. This hardworking, industrious football club. You know, and and Moisey's sides would, would play good football when they could as well. Let's not pretend that the oh, Moisey no, sides we, we, didn't. You could play decent football. Did yeah, things right so. as well, let's be mm. honest, you know, I did things in a way that was ran contrary to the way the game was going at that point in terms of we had the mm. small budget and we'd still compete and we'd go to places like City and turn them over. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and that was look, at times it was frustrating. Let's not let's not mess around. Like at times we mm. wanted Everton to kick on and you know, in that time we didn't go and we weren't competitive away at some of the big clubs. But we knew what Everton were about. And now we've we've just lost that completely. And this fella's come in Allardyce, and he's he's tarnished the Everton brand. I mean, you know, we're now we're associated with a manager that that people don't like. And now we're I think we've been put on par with clubs like West Ham, Grouch, and Newcastle, yeah. and this Crystal is not Palace. Not good enough. Absolutely not good enough. And that hurts, man. That that yeah. does hurt as an Evertonian because we're not like we are better than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's vital we appoint the right man. Um, not necessarily the popular man, because I'll be honest, I don't know that much about Fonseca. Mm. Um, a lot of people are saying he's, you know, he's in the he's Champions League level manager. He's is it Shakhtar Donetsk yeah. he's with. Um, that must count for something. But other than that, I don't really know a lot about him. If he's the, the pop, if the uh, best man for the job, fine, great, get him in. If there's someone better, get them in. I'm not really bothered whether it's a big name. I just want the right... I mean, because Moyes wasn't the big name when he came to his was. He was plucked out of nowhere. Because um, I, I think the alternative choice at the time was Gary Megson, wasn't it? And thank God Moyes answered the phone. <laughs> I can't that. remember, was it? Was that it was in yeah, the running yeah. for... It, it was, it was <laughs> between Moyes and uh, Gary, Meg, oh, Gary Megson. history but, could have been um, so well, different, Grouch. That's it, yeah. But to thank God Moyes blew uh, Bill Kenwright completely away. That would have been completely different, wouldn't it? Mm. Um but anyway, no, he wasn't the popular man at the time, but he was the right man at the time, and that's what we need to do now. I don't think Roberto Martinez was the right man at the time, nor was Koeman, um, and nor was Sam Allardyce. I don't think Sam Allardyce has ever been the right man for Everton, but they need to get it right. Whoever it is, it has to be right for Everton. Um, so the reason why I brought up Kale, Grouch, was because yeah. um, he's been. Uh, there was a debate on Grand team about whether or not he should be brought in as a coach. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I, I wonder if that's some sort of uh, no smoke without fire hint to maybe Mikel Arteta becoming the manager, because mm. his, his name's been banded about. They got on really well. If is is that is someone here the rumor maybe, you know, you may yeah. end up with a, the, the double, double act of both of them. I'm not I'm not sure, Grouch, whether or not it's like one of them things where someone's just you know because he's come out and made these comments today. Mm. Whether or not you know they're saying, oh, could he be potentially be a be a coach? But um, I mean, look, someone said on the like, what what experience, what credentials has he got as a as a coach? But you're like, well, he's got to start somewhere. And you know, what, exactly. what's evident is is Tim Cale understands Everton. He, he gets us in inverted commas. So you know, what? Why mm. not? You know? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, like you say, if it brings back the uh, he's never told him for the start. I mean, I know people sometimes throw some criticism towards Duncan Ferguson, despite the fact that some of the strikers we've had, Lukaku, said he helped his game on toast and said he's been working with him and he started scoring a few. You know, it, it's it's about... I know people make a lot of... Do they get Everton? Well, Tim Cahill does. You know, it, it could only be positive for me, that. Yeah. Enthusiasm for something will go a long way. You know, Ronald Koeman might have been the greatest footballer. Well, he was an extremely talented footballer, wasn't he? But he, he just wasn't bothered about Everton. And that showed. Mm. You know, so you could be garbage footballer. But, you, could, you know, if he's passionate about it, that'll make all the difference. Yeah. Okay, no, all right. Okay, it would be. Yeah, okay, Grouch, uh, good stuff. Okay, let's um, let's let's come back in. Uh, this is the end of part one, and let's come back in the second part and read out some of the uh, three-word reviews from the match uh, yesterday. Okay, so welcome back to part two of the Grand Old Team podcast. I'm getting used to doing this. I almost forgot then for a second, Grouch, because we were having such a good conversation (laughs) and I thought, oh yeah, I've got to do the three-word review. All right, okay, so let's start with this then. So Grand Old Team tweeted this out um, at the end of the match yesterday. Full-time, Swansea 1, Everton 1. Give us your three-word review. Hashtag EFC away day, hashtag SWA. E V E, um, and and I want to thank my all my lads, which is Doctor E F C, um, which is Mark, I think, uh, Mark's mm-hmm. that's Mark's name. Um, anyway, he said a uh, bag of shite, which um, was correct. Can't argue really. with that. Can't I can't. There's nothing else to add to that, Mark. That's a, that's a very good observation um, regarding the uh, the match yesterday. Uh, frustrated fan um, says Rooney looks old. What, what do you, yo, <laughs> let's actually stop on Rooney for a second because, again, I've been in a, a bit of a debate on the forum today. Um, is Wayne Rooney, Groucho, a, a hindrance or an advantage to Everton Football Club at this moment in time? I would say he was an advantage. I think the key to him is using him the same way as Gareth Barry was used, not in the same role, but, you know, sort of sparingly. So his legs are fresh. I think if he's playing like game after game after game, no, it's gonna it, it he it's gonna hinder him, which will then in turn hinder Everton. I think used used sparingly and in the right way. No, I think he's still a good thing. I agree. It's like it's just the case that Wayne Rooney's just played far too much football. I mean, let's be honest, none of us expected him to play this much. No. Know? Um, no, I expect him to come off the bench. Maybe you know if he's going to play every game, sort of an impact sub, not not be starting every mm, game. Mm. Um, Chico says neck meaders. Um, <laughs> he's, he's not he's not shy, is he? Uh, EFC eighteen seventy eight says Allardyce out now. Um, Grouch, is there any chance that Sam Allardyce could leave before the end of the season? You think? I don't think so. I'd struggle to see the point, to be honest. Now. Um, I, I would just uh, someone's got to be the manager and he's there so just let him see the season out and as long as they're looking for someone now to get them in quick because pre-season will be doubly hard with the new manager and harder again because it's been a World Cup year so trying to get people in after rest and and uh, it's uh, it's going to be a very very difficult summer for us so no I don't think there's any chance of him going now 100% agree with that you know yeah. everything you've said there Groucho like I, I think I think people are a bit optimistic one you know thinking that Sam Allardyce will leave before I, I just can't see it there's I, only I four can't. games left exactly exactly the club will, will ride it out but and, and, I, and don't 
I don't have a massive issue with it as long as I know that the club are actually setting the groundwork. So as soon as Allardyce goes, as soon as that final whistle goes, Allardyce is gone, new manager in, let's start looking towards the future. Um, Matt W says, only Seamus cares. Um, no, I think probably there are other lads who play for Everton who care. I think uh, yeah, Baines I think that's cares. a bit unfair. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you're going to get people like Baines. I mean, Pickford obviously does as well. He's, I know he's new and he's young, but I, I think... I think I mean Seamus obviously does care, but I think just to say he's the only one that does is probably a bit unfair. I agree. So Jordan Pickford cares for me. Agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Leighton Baines, Baines, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Uh, I Phil Jagielka. I think so, and I probably say. I mean, Keane's improved playing. I know it was crap yesterday, but Michael Keane's improved. Yeah. You know, playing with him. Um, I think I'd say so. I think maybe you can point that finger at Schneiderlin, but even he had a, a, a decent game against Liverpool and that. So I yeah, think all season though he hasn't cared much. I think what Matt's trying to say there is like he thinks that she, what would be a better way to put that is Seamus cares the most. Um, yeah, because and that wouldn't be a three-word review then. But the point I'm making is like. I think there are certain players. All of them care. I don't. I don't even think Morgan. Stein, I don't think Morgan Stein doesn't care. I just think there's levels of how much a footballer cares about the club <laughs> yeah. that he's playing for. You know? that's, the, yeah. that's the reality. All right. So a few mm. more. Is JT says um, uh, Fat Sam out. Brad says Fu Everton. Simon Gibbs sack Fat Sam. Martin Turner Sam Allardyce out. Andrew Reid says three centre offs. Oh, what do you think of? Uh, um, Fiends Mori coming, coming back, back in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I suppose it's good he's back from his injury and can play competitive football. But uh, I wonder does he suffered for, or rather benefited from you know the way people get better while they're injured. You know, or if we only had such and such in the side, we'd be great. Um, it's another defensive pairing, isn't it? I mean, how many defensive pairings can you go through in a season? Mm. Um, nice to see him, but time will tell whether who our defenders are next year. He's young enough. Yeah, it's just, I suppose it depends whether him and Keane get on well together in, in, on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm extremely sceptical about Fiennes Moria. Yeah, he time. always got. It looks like he's got a mistake in him, doesn't he? He does. He doesn't. And yeah. do you know what? As well, also, is is it's like we do this thing where we romanticise players who go out of the side for a while, and it's like, oh, you know, bring them back in. They'll be they'll be terrific, you know. And and it's kind yeah. of like we remember the things that we said about him before he dropped out. Um, yeah. To be fair, they're much of a much. This most of this stuff is um, that was shite. Sam must go. Very very <laughs> poor. Hurry up, May should do better. Yeah. Uh, better in caps. Um, and one, uh, what one final thing uh, we saw Vlasic, didn't we? Um, we did. What did you make of his little cameo? Um, it's difficult to judge. You're on just short appearances here and there. You know, I can't see a case of putting him in uh, and loaning. Um, as a model looking out. No. Should have been the other way around. Mm. It's weird, not, not, isn't it? Not not to criticise the lad too much. I just think Lukeman's a better prospect. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see a bit more of the younger lads actually between now mm. and the end of the season. But again, you know, given Allardyce's comments the other week about class and, you know, the fact that he, again, brought and made out about himself and said, I've got to win mm. the football matches, yada, yada. He, he, I don't think we will, Groucho. I don't think we will. No. I mean, it's... It's a funny one when you mentioned Classroom, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I get his point that we see, he sees him day to day in training. But the lad's never going to, if he's not given enough of a chance, you know, we're not going to see what he's like properly, are we? I don't think you can, can you judge a player properly on, you know, 
three or five training matches or whatever. You know, is, is he in the Dutch national side? He was captain of Ajax. He can't be that bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's such a strange one. Although, just a little Davy Class and anecdote. Uh, the other mm. week, I can't remember which game it was now. This was the one before Liverpool. Who was that? Um, which one was it again? Who did we play? City. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the nice. trains were, were all out of action, so me and the old fellow had to drive, and on the way out of Liverpool, we pulled up next oh, yeah. to Davy Classen, who, um, who was playing around with his iPhone. At the lights, though, he wasn't driving at the time. I still think it's frowned upon, but uh, he had a, he had a very nice, quite a funky Jeep. Um, mm. So uh, I would have I would have liked to have like while on the window down and asked him to give us a few comments for Grand Old Team and for the podcast, but uh, I don't think he'd have been very happy about that and probably would have drove his, off and flicked the V's at me. Well, his family um, sponsored the match ball for the derby as well. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, which was which obviously, was... obviously he cares. Yeah, <laughs> even if the manager doesn't care enough to play him. <laughs> No, it would be good to see a little bit of class, and I think before the end of the season. Um, so. Look, Groucho, as always, thank you for coming on. I don't need to say that to you now because you're kind of like part of the furniture. <laughs> I don't even need to thank you anymore, do I, mate? Really. Um, but as always, enjoyed this. Um, and to the listeners, thank you again for listening to the Grand Old Team podcast. Remember, if you haven't already, to subscribe, um, like, and share. And you know what the most important thing is to tell your Everton supporting friends um, about the podcast. Uh, I've got some big plans for next year, although I'm going to have to juggle that between. Um, being a father uh, which is going to be kind of strange but I'm sure I'll work it out um, so uh, yeah keep as always keep listening thank you again really appreciate it and I'll see you next time on the Grand Old Team Podcast It's a Grand Old Team to play for It's a Grand Old Team to support And it you know your history It's enough to make